0: All right, it started. Uh, One,
1: two,
0: two, three. Oh, oh.
1: Get, oh no! Didn't sound good to you? No,
0: it didn't. No, I feel like I was way ahead of you. Huh? Let's try it. Let's try it again. You okay. counted it. In.
1: One, two, three. How hi, those, Jacob. Hi, Vicky. How are you?
0: Good. How are you?
1: I'm doing well.
0: Happy International Surfing
1: Day. Yeah, happy International Surfing Day to you too. Are you doing anything to celebrate? No, no. (laughs) Other than posting on social media?
0: Posting on social media, I'm going to go into the office, you know, things like that. But I, I am, uh, I am thinking, uh, I am going to think about surfing all day, God knows. And. Um,
1: but how is that different from every other day, Vicky?
0: No, that's true. It doesn't make it a, that much more special a day. Uh, maybe I'll pop in my favorite surf documentary before I go to sleep tonight, which always oh, makes nice. me happy. Nice. That so, would be nice. Yeah. There There you a go. Nice that's reminder. how i celebrate.
1: All right. Um, so you're you You are not listening to a surfing show despite possible evidence on the contrary uh my name's Jacob Zimmer, and I'm
0: my name is Vicky Stroich, mm-hmm. and you're listening to the urgy podcast
1: where where Vicky and I, who are both uh dramaturgically minded if not always dramaturges uh talk about the world as if as if we might think about it that way as a Something that can be talked about and thought about the structures that influence it um, and other things. Yeah. Um, and leadership in travel. Today we're talking about home in a way. Um, yeah. Vicky, the, the, you are just going. You've done some traveling. I've been doing a crazy amount of work-related travel, it feels like.
0: Yeah, you've been on the road a lot. I used to be on the, load, uh, the road a lot, but my new job I I don't travel as much and it's been an, it's been an interest it's an interesting adjustment. Right. Um because uh in addition to sometimes having like, a really serious attack of FOMO, so fear mm-hmm. of missing out, yeah. um, because I, there's all sorts of festivals and things like that happening that I used to go to as a programmer that now as executive director I, I don't go to as much. Right. So it's, it's interesting to me to ha- kind of have that FOMO but also be pretty happy to have a routine right. that I live in um, and to kind of appreciate appreciate that routine, um, which I didn't used to worry about too much. I, I used to like just sort of get rid of the routine for a month or a month and a half when I was traveling, and then um, come back to it. But it's it's really it's been great to to sort of appreciate my routine in a way that that I didn't before.
1: Yeah, that that makes me um, jealous. I mean, it's I'm. I'm not going to be such a jerk as to complain too much about traveling <laughs> like I think I'm always aware um, when I hear people complaining about like oh, it's so hard going to Montreal to see cool theater um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh poor you <laughs> poor
1: me um, so of- it's amazing uh, and also i I, I feel that... Re- some parts of routine would would increase the well being of my life and and traveling doesn't help those things at least for mm-hmm. me. I'm certainly not a person who can uh, i don't I do not have a routine that I can maintain well on the road
0: no I mean, and I would say that uh every conference or festival i've been to um it, they there's so much packed into so few mm. days yeah. that like it's actively uh contradictory to to any sense of routine that one could put together like you know I was just looking through because I'm next week I'm going to be at the um uh 30th anniversary literary managers and dramaturgs of the Americas conference and um they did a really great job this year of of putting together the programming in such a way that um there is actually some time outside of it mm-hmm. um and in particular they left this sunday unprogrammed because it's uh it's pride in okay. new york so they wanted to you know celebrate that fact by allowing us to go enjoy it um as opposed to programming it and just noting it programming the day and just noting it so but but it is it's i mean you you sort of pack a bunch of things in and also there's also there's new people, there's so many, I mean, God willing, everything is like, the conversation is stimulating enough that, um, that you just sort of, I feel like, you know, in all of those situations, it's designed to, uh, you know, be overstimulating for several days. Yeah. And then, especially when you're on the road from going from place to place, you sort of go from one type of stimulation to another. And there's very little time to sort of decompress and take it in. And, um, and so i'm 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 always curious about the programming of conferences the programming of festivals and when the quiet time is
1: yeah i mean i think this is a this is a giant topic and, and we can move on to that but like the yeah I, I agree i mean i i took some breaks and i made some you know i basically stayed an extra day in ottawa for the uh for magnetic north in order that I didn't really have any two-show days, mm-hmm. uh, which I sort of regretted because I could have got to my bed a day earlier, um, but also was very happy about it because it meant that there were some points when everyone else was like, we're rushing off to a show, where I'm like, oh, I'm going to go sit on the canal
0: <laughs> yeah. for
1: two hours, um, and I walked a lot in Montreal. Uh, although the FTA, very sort of interestingly, the Festival Transamerique in Montreal is Not at all over programmed in for industry people, like for Mm. I think people are busy, but it is not programmed, uh, so that's so your days are entirely free, yeah. And but then you know the party goes until two, uh, and yeah, I think that that sort of ability to create space. In lots of things, whether it's a rehearsal hall, conferences, certainly. a Banff, it's a thing we deal with, with our programs. That it seems crazy to invite people, to make people spend a lot of resources, money, time, energy, to come to Banff. And then be like, and for this four-hour chunk, we're not going to do anything. Hmm. That seems... On one level, I mean, I, I guess for this straw person I'm constructing, that seems hard. For me, it doesn't. Uh, other than you're then like, oh, but we do want, like, we are packing too much into too small of a time. So we do need it. And that fighting over how, how that works sort of internally with the struggles of a design, where you want as much learning if it learning is the goal. But yeah, I find myself with these traveling things also just really just taking my own time. Like if I need to go sit outside during a panel, then I'll just do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and I think I, I mean I certainly feel the later I, the longer I'm in my career, the more sort of confidence I feel about doing stuff mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, when I see I see young young like younger people, mm-hmm. oh god. Um, We're
1: turning into those people. Younger
0: people, um, who, uh, who, uh, you know, just will do everything. And mm-hmm. I remember being that person. I, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, like a voracious appetite for like every conversation and every, every moment. And I, I, when it was great. And then I think now rather than, rather than sometimes being frustrated that I'm sometimes in what feels like the same conversation again, um, the thing yeah. which often happens um i think in every industry to a degree
1: yep. but
0: uh i feel like you know now what i need to do is take some time to myself so that i can you know um summon up the uh summon up the the patience and grace mm. to to actually enter into a conversation that i feel like i've had with fresh ears
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um and fresh eyes and a and a sort of open heart um, so that I'm not, uh, I'm not just walking around, uh, jaded. Um, and, uh, and there's something, there's something of value in just allowing people some time to, um, press the reset button. The other thing too, that's interesting to me is, um, in the, in the sort of way that things are programmed, uh, when you're, you know, hosting a group of people in a place and, and I'm thinking about this, I think about this a lot, but the balance between, um, showcasing and understanding the place that you are, mm-hmm. the, the specifics of the the you know history and you know art, art and culture scene in a particular city, um, or in a particular province or country. If, if you're doing international travel, and um, also trying to keep the conversation relevant for mm-hmm. for everyone that's there, and the, the tricky balance of that um how to you know showcase and contribute to the local conversation as well as um as well as sort of open it up to the broader like how the local and the and the the national or the local and the global mm-hmm. meet yeah. um and that to me is always you know an an interesting and tricky thing and part, i mean sometimes part of the reason i don't i don't attend certain sessions is because i want to go you know, I want to go take a swan boat ride in Boston Commons because I want to go take yeah. a swan boat ride, um, you know, or I want to, I want to find myself, you know, I want to go down, you know, I want to watch the bats fly out from under the bridge in Austin, Texas or something mm-hmm. like that. I want to be a bit of a tourist um, and get to know the place that I am. Um, well, you know, and also appreciate this sort of global conversation or national conversation that's happening, But but to just be in the be in the place or see shows at, in, in that particular city. So that balance is always interesting to me too. Um, it's not just the balance of time, but also the balance of like the actual location that you are mm-hmm. and how much you can learn about that and the the broader themes that, that, that has brought a group of people together.
1: Yeah, I think the, and whether that group of people, like whether we're, you know, sometimes when I travel I feel like I'm, visiting, like, when I go to the, the Festival of in Montreal, like, I feel like I'm going to a festival that is for Montreal, and it's Montreal's festival, and I'm just there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, there's lots of, you know, there's tons of Torontonians who are up for the week. Um, there are people there from less across the country, but there are certainly international guests, all of those things. Um But the festival is clearly stated as a festival for the people of Montreal, Uh, and it uh, it takes care of us visitors. It knows we're there and doesn't treat us poorly, but also doesn't really care about us (laughs) in a in a way that was actually really interesting, um, and 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 exciting because it's full. So it's you know that's one thing to say if if you know it's it's not the purpose of the festival is the out-of-town guests the purpose of the festival is to showcase great contemporary work to the Montreal audience yeah uh and and I'm sure they do tourism buys and it's part of all of that um and it's you know festivals have become so dominant as a model in mm-hmm. in at least Toronto and Montreal and I think other places that there's ten of them going on in Montreal the week that the FTI is on and, and same as here in Toronto this weekend with Luminato, everything's a jazz fest and Indigenous Arts Festival are all running at the same time um plus more, you know, it's uh. Yeah, so it's it's interesting for me when I travel about who, the thing I'm, I'm going to is focused at. Yeah, and I can often really tell, and so the, yeah, so finding that mix of like what's the local experience. Then you know, I think when do like when when you travel, do you think do you think of of it as going to visit the? Sorry, there's a dog barking in the back. That's a
0: very local experience. You're having a local. Experience. I'm
1: having a local experience. It's a
0: dog in your locality. Do I think of
1: That's all right. Like when you're when you used to come to SummerWorks, let's be yeah. concrete. Did you yeah. think of like, "Oh, I'm going to go check out what Toronto's up to?" Was that or is it, "I'm going to go see this sort of thing that's part of a national conversation?"
0: Well, I think when I when I first started going to SummerWorks, there wasn't much of a national series. Right. <laughs> it was very Toronto-based, right? Mm-hmm. So I think what I was doing or I was aware of was was going to see a bunch of work in progress by young artists from Toronto, right. um, or living or in Toronto.
1: To living in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, not from. Thank you,
0: thank you. Um, and then you know, as things, as more and more parts of the national series and, and as SummerWorks has grown, um, my perception of it um, and the reason that I go has changed, and, and a lot of that has to do. I mean, it still it still feels very Toronto-based and is a sort of a celebration of of the Toronto theatre scene, but um, but more work has been brought in from other parts of the country, and and there's a dialogue between uh, theatre artists and choreographers and choreographers and um, theatre artists and musicians, and so it's grown. It's grown and shifted, and what's one of the things I appreciate about it um, is that it's it still feels of a place, but it mm. feels like the 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 conversation has gotten broader, and um, and so it's I, I find that. more exciting. I mean, I was always excited to go, but more exciting than I, than it used to be for me, um, because the, the range of conversations that I, or, you know, range of work that I get to see, um, has only, has only multiplied, but it, it, and it really, I really feel like I'm getting a taste of, of the broader art scene in Toronto and how the theater scene fits into it. So, or, or how the you know the independent creation scene fits into it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's um that's one of the things I really appreciate about Summerworks and I appreciate about the shift in Summerworks. Um, so yeah I, th- I think that though that's a that's a good example. Um, yeah it was interesting when I think about who something is for and the dialogue you know that the sort of local or national dialogue that a piece of work creates and and even when someone is creating something, who they're thinking, they're who, like, who they're creating it for. Mm-hmm. I, I remember um, having this. There was a conversation that came up during the keynote. Uh, uh, Teresa airing from uh, Theater Communications Group in the U.S. came to the Professional Association of Canadian Theaters conference in Toronto and did a, a keynote. And one of the things, she, one of the things she talked about, a lot of things, but one of the things she brought up was. It made me think about uh, does ca- I mean Canadian theater thinking of itself globally or, or or and I what basically what it what it she didn't I don't know that she necessarily phrased it this way but it what it brought up in me is a question of do we as Canadian theater artists think of our work globally and I I actually I had a hard time because I kind of realized. I was like, well, do I? Whew, well, first of all, do I want us to? Mm-hmm. Like, is that something? Is that a goal that you know feels like a, the right goal? Um, and and if so, are we or are we not meeting that goal? Or um, what? And I I wondered too. I was like, because I don't immediately think of it globally. And then the minute I the minute I did that, I realized. But I worked on a show in 2012 that took me to Pakistan. So mm-hmm. uh, how could I not think of it globally? I guess I, and I suddenly got really kind of puzzled and, and, and I wondered if I, th- I think that, that we're, t- I think that, you know, a lot of Canadian theater is speaking to Canadians. Like it's, it's written for a Canadian audience, a group of people who live in this country and even more specifically often in a particular city or a particular province or, um, but that, I feel like maybe there's been some sort of shift where I think, I feel like before, you know, in the, as we were, as we were sort of starting to find our voice, we were so obsessed with finding our voice. We mainly talked about what was happening in our own country Mm -hmm. and our perception of, or, you know, our perception or feelings or or the realities of what was happening in our own country. Um, But I do, I feel like, now, there's sort of two impulses, and one of them is to really get specific, to, to really dig into that and be very local in our voices or very Canadian in our voices, or to um, offer a Canadian perspective of something that's happening outside. But I'm not, I'm not certain how globally we think of ourselves, and that's you know, is that because we don't. Is that because we don't we don't travel much with the work, or at least we don't think we travel much with the work? Again, I'm always curious about what the numbers are with that. But I, I'm that converse the 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 difference between the local and the global or are uh, a whole other conversation that that in that moment I had a difficulty contemplating it. And I think I, I'm kind of interested in the global question, but I remember very clearly during this conversation, uh, another artist who was there uh, felt like the most important thing that the theater can do is become even like speak even more locally to Mm -hmm. the people that are in a community. And I don't, I don't disagree with that either. Um, So it's, uh, and I feel, I feel that pretty strongly as well. But uh, so the, the, I don't know, the conversation between those two things, the conflict between those two things uh, is really interesting to me. And, uh, and as I travel, um, it, it only illuminates that further. Mm -hmm. What am I bringing back from this conversation that applies to my local environment? Or how does this help me look outward? Like, you know, uh, what am I supposed to, what am I supposed to, what do I take from this? Mm -hmm. And how does it help me think of our, think of my work on a global context, but also how do I think about what, what I'm contributing locally? And that's a lot to, it's a lot to carry Um, those two things. But yeah, that's something that really keyed with me that was interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've thought about this. A lot in terms of, I think, early in, you know, when we were making dedicated, uh, when dedicated to the revolutions, we started that trade routes still existed. I was looking at models uh, like what uh, Jacob Wren was doing with PME, uh, theater artist in, in Montreal, what Stowe Union was doing, uh, Nadia Ross out of Wakefield now you know, that there was this touring life in the international market, and there was an international conversation to be part of about uh, performance. And and that's also very strong in contemporary dance, to think about that, that there's uh, especially European, you know, it, it tends to be very Europe-focused. Uh, and and that was super important to me and th- and then there's also been this impulse lately that i feel like we might be the most local thing ever and that maybe it's actually block by block like that we're local
0: you mean in theater like yeah, theater and okay. performance
1: are are you know because of presence but also how to continue to make an impact in and have a relationship with an audience that that maybe it's it's really about roots somewhere and Mm -hmm. by neighborhood more than, you know, I think the, one of the dangers I see in Canadian theater is that it does try to write for this totally fictional character called the Canadian (laughs) um, who doesn't exist, just does not exist. uh, And is a, is a fiction that emerged in the late seventies and early eighties, right? Like just was created. And, and yeah, you're right. This impulse to to tell our own stories was such a, a huge part of that movement. And, and, well, we, so, and yeah,
0: I feel like I feel like in trying to do that, um, in trying to do that, uh, I feel like there was some great work created out of that. Mm-hmm. And in trying to do that, I think we had, I think we <laughs> yeah the royal we um, we had to try that. In order to understand that it's not as simple as there being uh, a Canadian.
1: Right.
0: You know what I mean? I feel and like I if, if, is if we wouldn't have done that, if we wouldn't have tested that theory, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have actually realized, we, we may not have realized quite the myriad of Canadians.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and, and Canadian
0: they- voices. And so I appreciate that period yeah. for that reason because I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, we have to try. And yeah. now that we've tried, we live in a, we, we live in a place now that is so myriad, um, that, that it, it puts us in a fascinating position.
1: Yeah. And even what local looks like and how we understand that and why you know, those, those are all things that I think about and fear a lot and go between sort of being like, I want to be, I want to, you know, be performing within walking distance to my house and be on the internet. Right. Like that's, you yeah. know, part of it is to how to figure out how to travel without necessarily traveling. Uh, because also the touring mechanism as a as an audience member as a as a human who might travel uh travel is super exciting mm-hmm. as an artist who might tour and when that tour looks like going to a hotel to a theater to a hotel to a theater to a bar to a theater like and then out and I don't actually get to meet other artists I don't actually get to meet any of the audience I I have to entirely trust the presenter and the job of the presenter in getting people out, like, because I don't, you know, I don't know people in Edmonton or whatever. Um, That was just feeling pretty unsatisfying as a way, as a way to do all the things that I like about travel. Like the things right. that I like about travel are meet new people, uh, connect with, a local scene and see how that speaks to what I'm up to. And I think that's the thing that you said about bringing, taking things and bringing them back. I remember, um, someone from, uh, Jig in, in Manitoulin talking about their interest in both this incredibly local conversation on the Island and, and how that could be part of a global conversation and and be influenced by a global conversation without losing it. I mean, and this is a very I feel like a very old activist, like think globally, act locally. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, is very valid. <laughs> Caught on because it it has it contains some truth, which which is that I like being aware of the international conversation. One of the things that's great about and national, one of the things that's great about traveling. Mm. Um is to be like, whoa, that's so, wow, that show is really American. Or, oh, wow, that show is really Vancouver show. And, and there are differences, and that's great to see.
0: Hi, we're back.
1: Um, hi, what was the last thing I said?
0: You were talking about think, uh, thinking globally and acting locally.
1: An, old, an oldie, but a goodie recognize some varieties and that's interesting to see and then to be able to bring back i think that's what i was i was agreeing with your formulation of these as trips as a thing to go and do and then bring back
0: yes i think yeah i yeah and and i i i think that's absolutely that's an absolute that's a it's something that I value, it's something that I value about travel. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's something, the other thing too, that I feel that I talk a lot about when people ask me about what it's like in Calgary, Mm -hmm. the nice thing is that I can have this conversation where I actually feel like I understand, I know what it's like in Calgary. Of course I know what it's like in Calgary, but I, because I've traveled and because I keep connection, that's the other Mm -hmm. wonderful thing about the internet is that I keep a connection with artists in other cities. um, And but that i I can actually describe my understanding of the ecology of other cities in comparison to Calgary yep. Yep. and understand a bit better why Calgary is the way that it is, um because I see different things in different cities. And so that the ecologies are different in each city slightly. there's yep. some similarities, and then there's some massive differences. but i f- but i wouldn't I wouldn't be able to speak with any sort of um confidence about who Calgary was without having a sense of who it is to a degree in comparison to other places and what strengths it has and what it, what it, you know, what the next steps are for our cultural ecology here uh, in Calgary to, to grow not have had experience of other places and seen what they had gone through or what some of the stumbling blocks are for them. And, and that's extremely valuable. It's the other extremely valuable thing about, about being elsewhere is that I have a better understanding of my own place in the world. Yeah.
1: yeah I think that, Even in this trip I was both really happy just to want to go home. Like that's a nice a nice thing. Like when you leave when I leave home and and then I'm like, Oh, I really like I like Toronto. There are things there are things about my life here that I really don't want to give up. (laughs) I don't I'm not going anymore to cities being like, Oh, I should totally move here. And then I'm also understanding and having perspective on and being able to see my own habits better in in contrast right comparison and contrast is is helpful and useful um and it's also nice i mean and one of the you know and
0: i'm losing you a little bit
1: wow well, skype
0: skype
1: final frontier <laughs> uh, we were having such a good conversation we're- and I think I sort of remember. It. I was just about, like I was about to say stuff about the also the pleasure of going places and then getting to talk to people from your own hometown who you never see, which is the slightly ironic thing about them. But often, I guess maybe especially especially for me is in my experience of of going to these like getting to either hang out with somebody that I don't get to hang out with in Toronto, like Franco Boni. Uh, Who's I know and is an old colleague, but you know, I we don't we're never stuck in Ottawa together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then to meet uh, new people from my hometown who I've maybe seen at a party or had a little bit of contact with. Uh, Mag North this year was was great for that, and great for the uh, maybe awkward to talk about, but like conferences. Theater conferences, especially for me, are often really great because I just find the freaks and geeks in the corner. Mm-hmm. Like, I look for the other people who don't fit in, and then I go hang out with them. <laughs> um, and that's really useful for me. Like, that's a, I'm not, you know, that's, that's maybe the prime function. Did something just happen in the internet?
0: No, I can still hear you.
1: You know, that's another good thing of, of traveling is finding the allies that only appear because you're out of your normal contexts.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's also a sort of diplomatic immunity when you're away. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's a way that you, there's a way that I can explore things and talk about things when I'm with people I, that I don't see on a regular basis or, mm-hmm. and, and part of it maybe who knows, like it might be partially that there's just a bit more space to do that kind of thinking. Like you're actually yep. there to listen. And respond um, in a way that I often feel like it's you know I don't feel like that in my day to day job even though that's what I what I do and what right, I, right. I what I bring to it. Um, there's so many other things to to work on that it, you're not you know I'm not always in the in the or, or a specific issue or specific form that requires filling out or whatever. So the, the, it's so specific. The conversations I'm sometimes having with my colleagues um, in in town that there isn't a lot of space. There isn't often a lot of space given for the imagination. Mm-hmm. But when you're traveling and when you're actually at conference or you're at a festival, you're, you're in, there's a, a space that's opened that invites you to, to speak a yep. bit more freely or to think a bit more freely about something that you may not have had time to. And, and I connect on a different level with my colleagues from Calgary as well when we're out of town um, mm-hmm. in a way partially because we we're there and we have time to spend some like we have time to uh, spend together. Yep, yep. We're not running off to we're not running off to the next event or you know or home or to you know we're missing something because we had to stay at the office. I mean we're we're in a particular place we've been gathered together for a particular amount of time in a particular space and um, and we're just given some some time to sort of uh, joke around and dream together or fi- or argue.
1: Right. Right.
0: Um, or argue with each other in a way that we wouldn't necessarily politely do in our in our regular lives back home because you know the 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 stakes are different and and actually just the 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 space and the, what's a, what's what's expected in a particular space is is different so that's something yeah I absolutely appreciate I appreciate that so much and um, you know I I think I had all, most of my you know and this is the a great you know, sadness, but, um, I had all of my best conversations and most regular conversations with Michael Green on the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he just, he worked underneath me, yeah. like well, not like literally under, you know, their Maybe, their place right. was underneath. Um, they're on the, they're on a, in, in the same building, but in a, in a slightly different part of the building. And so I walked, you know, walked by his office on a regular basis, but we didn't have much conversation except to say hi in the hall, except when we were at festivals. Yeah, yeah. Um, or when we were at, at conference and stuff like that. So it's, it is. There's a such there's such a treat with that as well,
1: and you know, yeah. Road friends. I mean, Eric Epstein, uh, Joyce Rosario. Like, are people that mostly I just see at these kind of events, and maybe mm-hmm. the thing for me, the a question for these kinds of gatherings, uh, is that I often don't. Or this was a question coming out of Magnorth this year. Is I was like, I don't know that the work that it's a great way to show the work that's being shown or spend the money that's being spent on showing the work if mm. if the important thing is the industry series if the important thing is the meeting um and I'm still I'm still working this thinking out but yeah I don't know I don't know that I always want those things necessarily attached uh mm. I had a bit of a conversation with someone about maybe the need for a return of PCC, which was Performance Creation Canada, which was spearheaded at a point by Michael,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that that was a meeting. Um, what does that sound?
0: I'm not sure. Is it like
1: a cheap, cheap, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that's a bird outside my window. Oh, so yeah. that was that's my version of your dog barking. All right.
1: I like how
0: much local colors in this entire yeah. podcast. It's
1: good. That's good. Um, local color and and Skype disruption. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's just trying to tell us something. Uh, <laughs> be outside. Why are you inside? Um, That's exactly it. That's what it's saying to us. And which is probably valid. Uh, what, was, what was I saying for that bird? Um,
0: PCC coming
1: back. PCC. Yeah. So. So it went. so it existed because there and so it was based around companies where the people performing it had a role in making it. That was one of the ways it started and that that conversation might be different than the conversations that had say it's something like pact which are usually artistic directors who then are hiring like the the playwriting and the production-making processes are often more separated uh, than they are in in what they were. Like it would now sort of be in the devised work, but I think it was always supposed to be broader than that, but where the performers had real investment in the creation. Uh, and it was not to be a marketplace, and it wasn't necessarily about showing work. It was mostly about getting together and... And and trying to have a sort of artistic conversational exchange. And and because the agendas of things like Pact and Magnetic North are so full and have become more and more or always the same, who knows? Marketplaces at some levels, like that's what's a lot of what's going on, and that's a totally required
0: oh. Not so much a
1: pact. Not so much a pact. Um, and, and, yeah, and I'll,
0: I'll talk about pact in a
1: second. Right. But go for it. Um, or I don't know. They've just—they're not. They don't always feel like space where we're talking about art. We're talking about sort of organizational and uh, policy. <laughs> we're we're talking a lot about policy, and policy needs to get talked about. So that's good. And policy needs to get changed, and that would be better. But but we're not actually talking so much about art and why we're making the kinds of choices we're making artistically. And why and what is that connection to the world? What's that local change that I've made as locally as my rehearsal hall? And why did I make that in relationship to the world that I see around me? So uh, those you know, conversations this... I miss. And PCC was thing... better at them. Oh, go ahead. No, and just saying that. And PCC was aimed at that didn't always succeed and, and of course, there was lots of stuff going on but uh, I miss that conversation a little
0: yeah and I, I think too you know uh, the industry series at magnetic North I think has a particular goal in mind mm-hmm. and it is a a, a sort of a, a marketplace goal and a gathering goal, but a marketplace goal um, and and with pact i mean P- uh, there there has been quite a few uh a, a, attempts and moments to try to open up the conversation at Pact to uh, to you know have more artistic conversation and, and have us contemplate um, you know our work and why we do it and I I appreciate those conversations I think I think to hang um, to hang on on a, an organization that's called the Professional Association of Canadian Theaters which is a which has the word you know like profession and association in it. Like that it's meant it's a gathering of people who are gathered together largely because of um organizational need. Yep. Um and, and a real range of of companies that work in a ra- real range of ways. So to of uh, the the that the focus of that conversation is on the structures that of the structures that we all have and how we you know Maintain or, or think about shifting or changing those structures makes sense to me, mm-hmm. um, and, and I mm-hmm. I would like there to be more artistic conversation at it. But I also kind of feel like that's a value. It, the value it's also a valuable conversation. It happens to not be always be that artistically focused, but it's a valuable conversation. And I think um, to 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 have that kind of expectation out of it. I mean, that it's it's that basic dramaturgical question about like okay, so why are we gathering? Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that we do it every year. Like, why are we mm-hmm. actually, why are we gathering? Uh, and I'm not sure that when, I'm not sure that we always approach these gatherings by asking that question first. Like, why are we gathering? Yeah. Um, and, and, or we hang too many answers on that question. Yes. yes. And, and it ends up doing, it ends up, you know, diluting the entire gathering because why are we, ga- we're here to, we're here to solve everything. Right. Um, or we're here, we're here to make sure every every person out of two hundred and fifty people have a particular um, voice or experience. I mean, and that that's the thing about about these gatherings that is is tricky, um, and, and that I think we ask too much. We don't ask the right questions to begin with, and then we ask too much once we're there.
1: Right.
0: Or, or our, our expectations are never expressed, yeah. so we don't. And it's, sure enough, they're not met. Um, right or they are meant to a degree but maybe not in that session. So, you know, like why are we gathering and then also, you know, asking people to contemplate why did you show up? Mm-hmm. And you know what, that's okay. You know, like if if what you want if people show up because they want to learn everything they can about how the new privacy laws affect getting the the um uh mailing lists from their from the from the venues that they're producing at. Mm-hmm. Um then that's great. They should be <laughs> there's then then they can they can engage in that conversation but if if people are coming to expect you know I, I think we we all have our own expectations. I don't know if we we think we think enough about or contemplate enough when we're walking in why we're showing up and what we want out of it, and that it's okay to get that out of it and 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 nothing else or maybe it's not, but I think um you know the people who are organizing. And the people who are attending have to ask the question why. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm thinking a lot about why I'm going to the LMDA conference next week. Uh, not because I don't want to. I mean, I'm excited about it. Um, I've been going to those conferences for LMDA for a long time. I'm on the board. Um, uh, and you know, what's what's been in, what's interesting for me this year is that I'm I'm attending as for my first time as past president. And so I don't actually have. I mean, I, I'm hosting a panel. Um, it's you know it's, there's a few things I'm doing with it, but it, it's not it's not my baby this year. And so and and so I'm looking at it in an entirely different way than I was, and trying to think about well, what do I what do I want to get out of it? And um, one of the reasons that I'm going is partially because it's the 30th anniversary of LMDA, mm-hmm. and for me that's probably the most potent thing. I mean yes, there's some great panels put together and I'm going to learn a lot. But I'm actually going to celebrate this or I'm um, celebrate this organization and celebrate this network and the more conversations I can have with the people I love to have conversations with it yeah. there, the better. Yeah. But that's I I sort of in contemplating that, that's my goal. My goal isn't to learn something much, you know, I mean, I will likely learn a little bit more about design and dramaturgy, which is the panel that I'm hosting, but I'm actually going to connect with these people, and so if that's the case, then I'm going to sort of take a look at the schedule and choose choose accordingly.
1: Right, and I guess that's, that's actually what my what I'm going to do
0: and how I'm going to yeah. interact with it.
1: Yeah, um, and I guess that yeah. that's all amazingly well said, and I and I better than I was doing it, and I think that it clarifies for me that that the connection is the thing that I want and miss from PCC. It's not actually talking about art. I, whatever we're talking about is fine. Um, whatever needs to be talked about Mm -hmm. should be talked about, but, but where these things and how these things are designed to create connection or to deepen existing connection and how, how can they be designed or created with more of that mindset? And therefore is, is the thing that we're doing the right way of doing this? I think is a very important question, and I think you know, is there a conference every year? Just because there's a conference every year, and if we didn't have one, nobody would renew their memberships. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's one set of reasons. Another is like, oh, we're getting together to have a to do this, like because we need to make connections and and remind ourselves that you know we have colleagues in this and see people that we haven't seen. like, And th- that stuff is super important. Yeah. And, and can only be done live and is worth paying plane tickets and putting up with uh, going to an airport and all the things about travel. Those connections it. totally... I love the it. airport. Do you? I hate the airport it's so much. No, no. Um, um, that's all right. worth it to me. That conversation about privacy and and the email list mm-hmm. also super important flying halfway across a the second largest country in the world to talk about it is kind of ridiculous like that doesn't need to happen in person that's you know that's that's not I shouldn't be coming to a conference to learn that kind of information unless I'm learning it first like <laughs> you know mm-hmm. Or before it's released, or I'm being consulted on it. Yeah. But we, you know, all that to say, we just need to find better ways to have those conversations in an ongoing way, so that when we get together in person, when we go through this effort to travel, the thing that we can focus on is connections.
0: Well, and the, the 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 thing to me, the, the other thing that that this I realize about this is that it's it's this obsession with outputs. And it's mm-hmm. this obsession with um, value that that yep. you know value for for money, like this or, sort of like, transactional and, and, situation,
1: and and previsible value for money. Uh
0: huh. And and so it's this thing about like um, and, and time for that mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Quite frankly, oh, like when money. we think of like all the resources we put into it, and, and our time, you know, time is money. Um, but I, I feel like that the other thing about it is. We couldn't possibly have a conference without a theme or a justification for why we were having a conference, partially because um, it takes money to put on a conference.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, a, a, like, a hey, guys, let's hang out for a few days. Um, it doesn't sound like enough to get a grant. It's valuable. These connections are valuable. Um, it doesn't sound like it's enough to, you know, uh, justify... An ex, you know, an expense request from your board. Like the, there's the, the the thing about outputs and the way that we keep thinking about the value, like value in that, in that particular way, instead of the intrinsic value of all being together is a part of that. It's a part of that. Like, well, okay, so why, why would I go? That mm-hmm. this you know, as I said, we should all ask why we would go. And, but the, the answer, although I think we would all agree with it, the answer because I'd like to see other people, who are in the same situation as I am uh, and and uh, gather c- gather strength from them <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, doesn't sound like enough of a good reason you know what i mean and i that's unfor- that's to me is extremely unfortunate um, because it, it should be it should be a, a good enough reason, um, but it often it often isn't and i'm not sure how how to change the way we think about um, the value of these gatherings, um, you know, externally.
1: And how to try to articulate them to each other and to to those people. There was a, for me, very telling um, moment at Magnorth where Noura, I'm losing her last name, um, I'll find it, Noura was a fabulous new grants officer at the Ontario Arts Council and was managing producer of... A manifesto before before that she was talking about she, you know she as a funder at some point mentioned I forget what in what context it was but it was a question around public value
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you could just hear the room go mm-hmm. um, because they heard value mm-hmm. and thought output and money right and she was in no way saying that
0: mm-hmm.
1: like what she was saying was actually sort of the opposite was, like, if you're getting public money, you have to think about, like, why it's in the public good. Like, it's not, like, how are you adding value to the society? Um, if it's pure self-expression, then then you need to find some context for somebody who's going to talk about that as as why it's good for The culture, and one of the reasons it can be good to the culture is that it's a thorn in the side of the culture, or that it's, you know, I think there is still ways to talk about value and talk about small shows. And
0: so, what would be the public? I mean, like let's let's test this. Like what like what would be the public value of um, a PCC gathering? I mean, and I'm not saying there isn't one. I think there probably is, but but you know if we if we're if if a group of us are gathering to um to meet and to uh discuss this you know what has what has occurred to us over the course of a year um and uh find st- strength or or challenge from one another and perhaps inspiration from one another um as opposed to answering a like answering a question about you know the you know the theater and our the theater art like our global relationship to theater um you know what how do we how do we articulate how important it is to the val- the public value of of a group of a group of people a group of artists getting together
1: i think there's potentially a bunch of different ways uh the one of them that I think about, and I think it depends on the audience also. And I think yeah. we need to, you know, that that's true. So I think, I think at that. some level it's R&D. It's it's research and development for the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just at the mini conference, mini dramaturgy conference uh, in Toronto. And and your former colleague, uh, Bob, Mr. Bob White was there. Yep. And and he talked about Microsoft spending 14% of earnings on, are on research and development, and Stratford, I'm not going to remember the number, but it was under 1% uh-huh. of earnings on research and development. And so one, I think that that's true, and I think that's had an impact that on the field. So I think gatherings of the people who are... Working on things outside of the mainstream are are an important thing that the public and the councils should fund because b- very much because it's unviable because no one else will fund it right there's not it's not yet a viable idea uh, and it may become one or it may not become one uh, but those risks are actually understood better in lots of private sectors than they are in the public sector and and so i think that's one of the reasons i think for your for your business like for your why the board should is retention i think is a big reason why staff retention that you need to if you're going to keep talented smart people you have to keep them interested and you have to keep them engaged in the field that they're working in and these are moments to do that
0: and inspired unless I speak. and
1: inspired and refreshed and yeah. and connected to the conversation right that mm-hmm. as much as pcc pretended not to be a marketplace those things happen but they enti- they can't entirely be predicted right the thing the thing that you're speaking to of, of i know this is good because i'm going to learn these three things mm-hmm. And I'm actually better with that than I mean I think the place that we're in now, or so often in uh, repast was delightfully not like this. But that I'm going to go somewhere and hear some panel discussions and not really learn anything, like not be able to spend the time to do a, to do a lot of depth on a on an idea, mm-hmm. um, or go to some very technical. You know, like I packed it would make total sense for there to be like you know somebody in that group can could teach me some excel skills that would make my life better you know there could be some very hands on cadac workshops that would be amazing but that's hands on stuff right? yeah. that's and that's where i'm actually connecting with my peers then on on the doing of our jobs mhm um, that kind of learning would be totally amazing. I'm not so confident that listening to standard panel discussions, um, I think that too often means that we're having the same conversations and then need that grace that you talked about way back at the beginning. Right. Um. Yeah, so because because there's not there the intrinsic value I find hard to talk about because it because anything intrinsic is a bit hard to talk about for me <laughs> that um well, it
0: seems to be hard to talk about for everyone yeah
1: I but mean, but emergent value
0: yeah
1: that's that's something that I think is is potentially easier and and also doesn't mean that you have to be able to say like I'm going to go to this and if I don't get three touring offers out of my pitch session, I'm going to consider it unsuccessful or (laughs) whatever my output is. Yeah. Um, My outcome is I want to have a life that includes a life in the theater and I want to keep doing work that delights and, and questions the world I, that's an ongoing evaluation program right that's a that's a much longer term thing but it is why i'm going to these things um because i you know i this time it was i want i needed some input i needed to see some shows i wanted to go hang out in a different city um and then i and then i wanted to be back at some of these conversations for a while
0: and i think you know that what what i'm coming back to now is that these opportunities to, I mean, the opportunity to, to be somewhere. And when, when I talk about bringing things back to Mm -hmm. my local, to my sort of local environment, um, I bring back the, the, uh, the ideas and spirit and uh, of the people that I've met met and, and understand a bit better, you know, understand a bit better somewhere else, you know, another theater ecology, but it also helps me come back to Calgary, um, more co- like more confident in our place mm-hmm. so there's something about that output that intrinsic sort of yeah. output or emergent value that um that is is really key and important and and trying to understand how to express that and i think i i'm i'm going to you know try to make it a a personal mission to to try to understand better how to articulate that
1: mm-hmm And I think, yeah, I think this, that, that what conference, what these meetings can do is in part increase empathy and confidence. Mm -hmm. Those are two good things to increase in, in the people who, who work in our field and, and it'd be good to increase it as broadly and as openly as possible. Right. But that that's what I, my capacity for empathy with artists in Saskatchewan and what, it's like to want to stay there and to work and what that means the shows end up looking like that increased you know my empathy and and then my confidence to to try to you know do whatever to be there to struggle with whether or not i want to go to the bar um and then you know and then why didn't i leave earlier um (laughs) those those two struggles um yeah, I think there. That's those are really valuable parts of of what meeting can do, and and I and traveling mm-hmm. and tra- like that's that's a big thing. It's not to come back and be like, I saw this great show in Berlin. I'm going to try to do it just like that. It's like just because it works in Berlin doesn't mean it's going to work in Halifax. No. But I can be like, oh, those kinds of things are possible. What does that? What would that? What's that like here? Yeah. What question was that trying to address in their culture and how does that map to mine? Yeah. That's an interesting thing. The sort of going, going for copycat or going also for the sense of like, I need to make a show that people at Mac North will like, or people like that's, that's the part of this game that I, that I got sort of disinterested in. Um, and so when it can be traveling and meeting and exchanging and, like you said, deciding why I'm showing up
0: mm-hmm.
1: and having that be nice reasons rather than things that aren't going to work out.
0: Yeah. Um, As I look down at my travel yeah. documents yeah. next to me here for my – New company, York, York, like that's totally – like
1: that's – you know, why, why is people going to go to that conference? Because they're going to New York. Like –
0: and that's yeah. I mean, that's a huge part of it. And, and you know, that's I am am excited. I'm excited to see a bunch of people from across North America that I love, that I see yeah. on a regular basis. And I'm excited to go see some shows. And I'm excited to go to the Pride Parade. And I'm excited to just be there in the city and mm-hmm. um and to come back, come back to Calgary, uh, refreshed and inspired.
1: Mm-hmm. And that is super valuable for you as a human. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is good for you as a human is probably good for the organization you work with, and the, yeah. the other humans that you work with.
0: Yeah, you come when you come back when you come back into that office refreshed, or you mm-hmm. come back into that rehearsal hall um, refreshed and inspired, or or, or grappling with something. It, it's it benefits everyone. So I'm looking forward to it.
1: Cool. Are you going to record
0: an outro to
1: this, though? So, well, oh, oh, we can... (laughs) What are you saying, Vicky? Um,
0: No, I mean, I'm not saying that this is a bad outro. It's just, you know, now we're just bantering about what we're we're doing with the rest of our day. um,
1: About the rest of the day. All right, so, uh, Vicky, um, if people aren't going to be at your presentation, where else can they find you? Like, on the Internet, maybe?
0: Uh, Well, the best place to uh, get in touch with me is probably on Twitter. I'm at Vicky Stroich.
1: And I'm at Jacob Zimmer on Twitter. And it, it is really nice uh, to hear that people listen. Uh, we got we got some nice feedback around the last episode on the Canada Council. And uh, yeah, It's encouraging. It's encouraging to us uh, Yes say say nice things especially and maybe instructive if you say less nice things, so that's okay too.
0: Constructive criticism, it's we constructive can handle
1: that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, thank you very much, Jacob.
1: All right. And show notes will be at smallwoodenshoe.org. Follow through podcasts. All right. Talk to you soon, Vicki. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. bye.